To know we're left behind. I am Brian here with you this evening, joined by my favorite person on the cast right now, Mr. Parker in Tulsa. <laughs> nice. You like that? I'm honored. I'll take it. Yeah, I mean, I want to, you know, I want to get you too far ahead of yourself, you know? Build yeah, you my head is big enough as is. That's what she said. All right, man. So, uh, up in Tulsa town, uh, are you drinking anything this evening yes because i think that i am the only cast member to never not drink on the cast yeah that might be the case (laughs) i'm pretty sure (laughs) villain's usually doing some kind of vaginal flush he's doing or cleanse he's doing a a juice cleanse and yeah uh frank has to Check his alcoholism about once every other month. Um, yeah, almost too often. You know, you start to wonder what are you yeah, compensating I've, for. Uh, then the Lacroix boys um, <laughs> drink seltzer water on on the cast for a number of months. There, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, so I I kind of feel like I need to you know, you fucking that. trophy or something. <laughs> you do because even I have taken uh, dry weeks where I think I drank tea on the cast one time. Uh, there was another time that I didn't even talk about that I didn't drink beer, but I talked about beer, and I just side-skirted oh. what I was drinking. Uh, but I gotcha. Yeah, I probably shouldn't be drinking tonight because I'm so stuffed up. Like Allergies oh. are fucking with me hard. That's what I was about to say, too. It was funny because I was like... And then the other times when you're not doing a dry week, you uh, are sick as a dog. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me, but my... Uh, my my nose my nose parts don't work good. I don't know hmm. what the fuck's going on. Well, uh, yeah. To to answer your question, I am. I'm I'm partaking. It's a Friday night. Go for it. What uh, are you drinking? I'm drinking a. You know, I don't know how to pronounce it. To be honest, natural. Light. El natural light. <laughs> no, no. I'm drinking an Elysian. Okay. Space Dust IPA yep. per uh, Troy's recommendation about a month ago. Yeah. Is it Elysian or Elysian? Elysian. 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 Yeah. Okay. It's just kind of spelled strange. Yeah. Um, it's it's one of those, uh, I think it's like named after a river or a town, some shit. And okay. Like, nah, let's, let's make it fun and exciting. Like, uh, uh, yeah. have to do that. And where are they out of? Washington, Oregon, someplace not near. Watch probably like fucking Indiana or some shit. <laughs> yeah, it actually stands for Indiana Pale Ale. <laughs> yeah, it's Seattle, Washington. Okay, so see. Oh, very nice, Seattle. Fuck. And Fort Collins. Well, I mean. Pff, it's, it's probably they rent space with uh, New Belgium or somebody. Well, it's also, no, they don't do that because it's an Anheuser-Busch brand. They don't. Elysian is? Yeah. Oh, so they wouldn't meddle with the. The poor folk in the game, huh? No, fuck no. No. Their uh, their other brewery is probably a production facility that Anheuser-Busch runs out of hey. as close to Golden, Colorado as they can just to yeah. fucking rub it in their faces. I was about to say, that 
Yeah, that is knocking right on the door of Golden. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. Well, Seattle's dope, though. Um, and I'm not going to hold it against them. I mean... What, Seattle or them being with Anheuser-Busch? <laughs> sorry, them being... <laughs> I was a little I was confusing there. I didn't know where we are going. Uh, no, 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 no. The, being part of Anheuser-Busch, I mean... It's a well, good I mean, beer. I don't, you know, I've never drank any of the other stuff of theirs, but I mean, y'all, we've we've made our stance pretty clear here on No Beer Left Behind. Like, if you make good beer, we're gonna drink it, right? Like yeah, that's what I it mean, boils down to. Somebody still has to make it by hand. Doesn't matter if it's Anheuser Busch or Miller Coors or dumb fuck down the road with uh, a like, pot and a paddle. Like right. it's still being made by someone, and there's right. still time and effort that goes into it. So. I don't know. A wink to uh, Oscar Blues or uh, Goose Island. Why do you need? What do you mean? No, I just mean like, for example, uh, owned by conglomerates, but right. still putting out good product. Yeah, no, uh, Goose Island's a sister brand of Anheuser Busch and Oscar Blues. While they're they're standalone, like I, I get I, not butthurt or pissed off, but I enjoy hearing. Uh, the what? Are, I don't know. We need to figure out what the male equivalent of "Let me speak to your manager" is, because I feel like that same person trolls around on Twitter and Instagram, and and likes to tell people, "Well, actually, uh, that is a that is an Anheuser Busch brand." Like anytime you say something nice yeah. about Goose Island, but I want to tell those people, like, "Hey, fuckhead, do you think Canarchy that owns Oscar Blues and Cigar City and?" Perrin Brewing Company. Oh, and Deep Ellum Brewing Company. Do you yeah. think that they like to behave on the up and up and wouldn't like to see their products reach shelves right. before others? I, that's, I love that name, Canarchy. It, it is kind of nice, except I don't know if Perrin Brewing Company does cans. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, no. I Listen, they still make good beer. Yeah. Drink them, like enjoy it. As long as they're not fuckheads, ethically speaking, then enjoy it. You know, um, or ethnically. I guess. Yeah, I was about to say is is founders like um, hanging people yet, or uh, I don't how, know. what's the situation on that? I don't know exactly how their bylaws are stated, but I think it's still frowned upon. No, they came out and their lawyers made a. <clears throat> made a statement and basically still continued to dismiss the uh, former employee's claims that he was ever treated any differently because of his race, which, I mean, you you can't come out and say, like, yeah, we did it. The fuck? (laughs) Yeah. That's a bad look in 2019. Um, I mean, sure, you're going to have supporters, but I don't think they're going to be the ones that you want. Uh, yeah, that's that would be like a, a Michael Scott move right there, right? What, what was that episode where the product recall? <laughs> yeah, and like it was not a big deal at all, but he like alerted the local news and it's like, I'm going to make it a much bigger deal. <laughs> the mag, the newspaper guy came out. They, they, yeah, his most loyal customer came out, and she was like, "I'm really upset by this. I want you fired." Yeah, <laughs> like what? He's like, but, but I said, "I'm sorry." <laughs> that's not going to happen. She's like. Well, I don't have to take this. I'm going to call the Better Business Bureau. Bureau, And he goes, I'm going to call the, the Ungrateful Biatch Hotline, yeah. is what he said to her. The newspaper reporter's just like wide-eyed, getting everything down. 
Yeah. Dude, I've been watch so like I've uh, I started from season one, episode one, just rewatching the whole thing on Netflix just because it's there and it's awesome. Yeah. And and you know, to be honest, I, I've never you know read that book from cover to cover. Um, I would catch episodes here or there, or you know, once once it was syndicated in reruns, right. you know, but those are never in sequential order. And yeah, or so you'll kind of like excited four episodes one night, and you won't see it again for a week and a half. Precisely. So, which you know, that's one of those shows that yes, while there are some running jokes that. You know, if you haven't seen that episode they're talking about, then you may not get it. But yeah. for the most part, you can still watch it sight unseen and, and still laugh. Yeah. Um, so that's what's nice about that one. Uh, but so I'm now to like the point where Michael Scott leaves and it just goes downhill really quick, yeah, man. It's really fucking bad, huh? <laughs> it's it's sad to see. Yeah, the whole Robert California shit and D'Angelo Vickers with Will Ferrell. He came in and just shit on that show. I t- dude, that is classic Will Ferrell move. And when when you and Frank get butthurt at me shitting on Will Ferrell, he did the exact same thing with Eastbound and Down, in my opinion. I I will agree. I would say to a lesser degree here because. It's almost like the writers realized it, and they cut him, what, like two, three episodes? Yes. You know, they eradicated his character. He was a small part in a big big machine. Yeah, but, you know, then they started having, like, cameos, like freaking Ray Romano is interviewing, and yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I mean, Kathy Bates was on the show for, like, fucking three seasons, and that still boggles my mind. I didn't, you know, she was okay because I like Kathy Bates. And she was also a really minor part, and her part was hilarious because she un, unexplained had two Great Danes that, like, walked, what's his face, the real skinny Gabe. guy? Gabe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Yeah. I hate Gabe. So, but anyway, it was, it's just, like, saddening, you know, reliving the ultimate demise once Steve Carell leaves, like it just went, went into a tailspin, like yeah. a fucking Malaysian airliner. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. You never get to see the Malaysian tailliner or your tailspin. Uh, tail- <laughs> That's true. <It'll, laughs> just, they just disappear off the face of the earth. Goes off the radar like a fucking third after the fourth season of a Netflix show, just gone. Never see it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I, I've not seen the uh, the final episode of The Office. Believe it or not. So uh, like the ninth season, like you can tell that they realize okay, when you start reeling this thing back in and trying a little bit, but it's still so weird. Like you, know, you see some storylines pop up and character development that you're like, dude, you've been around for almost a decade, and how are you trying to write Kevin? Like legitimate joke lines. What the fuck is yeah. going on here? Kevin is best laid, like un, under the under the surface. All right. Like let let people find out about Kevin's hilarity. Don't force it. Yeah. But uh, what did they do? Ten seasons? I think just nine. Nine. Okay. Yeah. So I guess I'm like early eighth season now. But yeah, it's rough. It's it's always sad to me whenever. And that you know that show honestly was kind of a a torchbearer, um, so to speak, and as far as its humor and 
but it's sad to me whenever uh, you know producers let a show go on too long and they ruin a good product. Um, it's just like own it, realize when you're out of shit to write about, and end on a high note. Don't drag it out for two, three more seasons just because you think you can milk it. You know, get a little bit more money in your bank account. Like, right. like I feel like you know, like more shows should model the Breaking Bad. You know, theory of End on end on high note, you know, I think there were five seasons and done. I felt like um, the longest five seasons of that fucking show ever, though. Dude, yeah, it was... I didn't watch that it. That was a so full-time it, job. I didn't watch it, so it felt like it was even longer. Like, that, between that and The Walking Dead. Like, See, I, I fucking... Walking I, Dead just... It was cool the first two seasons, and then, it, and then third season, it was just like, okay, this is the same shit... Every episode. It's, um, it's kind of like how Dexter got to be. Did you ever watch that? Oh, yeah. I watched every fucking season yeah. of Dexter. Yeah. See, that was a great show. I mean, it, and it wasn't terrible throughout, but I really feel like it was two seasons too long. <laughs> Dude, if uh, it had stopped after the John Lithgow Trinity Killer like, yes. season, that would have been one of the best TV shows ever. Yes. Yeah. He. Yeah. John. Yeah. Whenever he met his match, basically. Holy shit! I remember that watching that entire. That was like the first season that I watched week to week, because yeah. everything else like I binged and you know downloaded in bulk, and that was the first season. I was like every week I would go into Sunday night just going, "What the fuck is going to happen?" <laughs> like, yeah. Ah, oh, son of a bitch. That was a good. That was a good season. And then yeah, you're right. After that, it was it's, it's just garbage just, town. Yeah, yeah, give it up. Like. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I understand on the financial side. They're sure they're going to try to, you know, milk ride that, that gravy train until the until the wheels fall off. But yeah. um, I, like, I think we need to mix those two together and say we're going to mix that or we're going to milk that gravy cow for as long as we can. I like that, mm. right? That be yeah. a euphemism for right. a dog. We're gonna we're gonna milk that gravy bull for all she's worth. How long did we make it this episode? Fourteen minutes. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> hey, hey, there was one episode. It was like six minutes, and it was like I felt like I had to bite my tongue twice. So you know, I don't know. I'm ash- wow. I'm ashamed of myself. My mom stopped listening, and I've lost respect for the the. I've lost I've lost respect for myself. I've yeah. lost respect for the craft. Uh- <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've got a. We've got a uh, what is it a uh, a dick podcast with a beer problem? <laughs> <laughs> I like the episode of bringing it back to the office, the one where uh, Phyllis gets flashed in the parking lot. Oh yes, <laughs> and Dwight comes in. <laughs> he's like laying out the ground rules for how this is going to happen. He's like, "We're going to have a sketch artist come in, and we're going to take down notes." Phallus, we need you to be able to describe Ow, to the sick. and somebody goes Phallus. He goes, um, "Phyllis, I'm sorry, I've got Phallus on the brain." <laughs> he like keeps talking like he didn't just say Phallus twice. Oh, I fucking love that, Dwight. Yeah, so what's new in your world, man? Uh, well, the, the the second beer, actually. So, uh, admittedly, oh. I I, yeah. I chugged the first one because it's pretty low ABV. It's cool, five point two. Just realized that for some reason I thought it was three or four. So, anyway, it's fairly low ABV. It's called Bikini Atoll from uh, from Manhattan Project Beer Company. You guys might have heard of them. They're on our podcast. 
dropped a name back there. Anyway, um, this Bikini Atoll is a goza that they make, and it is damn fine. Like, damn fine. It needs to have songs written about it. Okay, but Bikini I, Atoll was the island that we practiced on. Up. Yeah, we fucked yeah. it up forever. Like, I think Just if that... Decimated. Yeah, I think we have to wait about 50,000 years before we can go try to be on that island. Yeah, um, well, there's a half-life on that poor little barren piece of land. It's the, the, if I've the, watched um, some documentaries on, on that and that some nearby islands. Um, they didn't tell anybody, you know, there was no, no PSA or flyers dropped or, you know, they didn't get a Facebook message. that said, uh, Hey, by the way, uh, on this date, we will be doing a nuclear weapon test. And, you know, to these Pacific Islanders or whatnot, they, this was doomsday. This was the end of the world Armageddon shit, you know, cause they just see this flash for the ages like they've ne- you know nobody's yeah. ever seen at that juncture they literally saw a second sun on the horizon <laughs> yes yeah that's yeah no joke and like they started you know i'd say running for the hills but uh it's an island zone so running long. for the highest sand dune yeah um, yeah that's crazy so that's a cool name bikini atoll um yeah because you know they do all their all their yes. stuff is very nuclear-esque it is which is cool uh, you know, I only fear that they might start running out of. Nah, because you got to think they can start doing quark shit and uh, all the byproducts of nuclear fission. And, yeah, you know, helium's going to get brought in somewhere. It's a whole thing. The Higgs photon, Higgs or whatever bosom the, particle, or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, the newest discovery. Yeah, and look uh, at that. Hey, you know yeah. what? You come to fucking no beer left behind for dick jokes and education. Damn. You take the order in which we give them to you. Probably going to be yeah. dick jokes first. So. Yeah, not bad for a dick podcast. Yeah, fuck yeah. Um, anyway, so I, I chugged the first beer because I realized I had a second beer. Or not a second. I have more than two beers in my house. I had another beer in my beer fridge that I kept in here just for such an occasion where I got to be on the podcast with you, Mr. Parker. All right. This beer, let me describe it to you. Oh, shit. Almost knocked it over. It is, uh, I'm going to read like the, uh, it is from <clears throat> Frederick, Maryland in Utica, New York. It is a Belgian IPA coming in at 8.3% alcohol by volume that I bought in Oklahoma while I was visiting. Okay. This beer is from a brewery called Flying Dog. Yeah. Do you know what I'm drinking? Well, I can't see your screen. I know. Uh, obviously. But so when you said Maryland, I was pretty already honed in on Flying Dog. I'm going to go old school and go doggy style. It but, is. But? But I don't think that doggy style was 8.3%. Tisn't. Yeah, that was a lower ABV. So um, Flying Dog, I mean, is are we drinking a... 60 minute or a 120? No, no, that's that's dogfish head. Oh, that fucking damn it. That's yeah, scratch. that'll get you. That's double word. Dog, the word dog. You're right. No, what what do you got? Raging bitch. Oh, yes, with the pit bull <laughs> on the front. Uh, this is just kind of a gangly ass mutt. Yeah, we're, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I saw this at a Target. 
Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, fuck it. Because, you know, uh, now that Oklahoma sells beer, like in normal places, I was like, oh, let's see what Target's got to offer. And I looked, and much to my surprise, there is a beer called Raging Bitch on the shelves of a store that is targeted to the female demographic. I was like, wow, <laughs> bold move. I'll go ahead and pick up one of those. Uh-huh. I will say. Well, Target has come a long ways yeah. from not selling groceries to selling Raging Bitch. Right? Like, <laughs> uh, what? Uh, 1990. Well, I mean, shit. It was probably in the early 2000s in Oklahoma. Target didn't have fucking groceries. <laughs> like, no. No, it didn't fucking happen. No. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, so I picked up one of those for a six pack. I was a little taken aback. It was eleven ninety nine. Uh, I mean that that's pretty par for the course, really. This, I mean, I well up here at least for and it is I guess it's eight point three percent. So I yeah, guess they're for, yeah the high ABV yeah uh, like uh, these uh, lesions are eight point two. Uh, I believe I said, and I think I paid ten ninety nine. Um, was that like a racetrack? Or uh, a we don't have racetracks in Oklahoma, Sorry. but which I'm thankful for because most racetracks are pretty shitty. They kind of actually resemble a bathroom at a racetrack somewhere. <laughs> so what's what's wild is racetrack down here. Uh, racetracks and quick trips are almost identical except for the bathrooms. <laughs> like the newer racetracks are like. You can okay. walk into a new racetrack in and in an old quick trip or a new quick trip, and you don't know where the fuck you are. I I will concede that. I agree. Um, however, I took a shit in a racetrack in Dallas last week, and it was not a good experience. I, I don't want to. then I, I got gas at a racetrack in Houston a yeah. day or two later, no. and it was, like you're saying, a brand new one where you're like, oh, I kind of feel like home. Is this cute? No, this is a racetrack. I, so, I don't want to I don't want to spoil your fun too much, but any gas station in Dallas is going to seem like you're you're shitting in a hostel. D- Dallas is the worst place to stop, like Dallas proper, that is. Yeah, Dallas County in general, worst place to stop for bathrooms because people treat Dallas County like it's Dallas County. Honestly, Port of John. Yeah, we're we're lucky if we get piss in the toilets in Dallas County. Difference is, I think, and I'm going out on a limb here and saying that um, racetracks are probably franchised, and as such. The old shitty stores are not phased out and forced to update to the you know newest model. Uh, Whereas yeah. Quick Trip is very quick to <laughs> quick um, to always you know their oldest store they're bringing it up to 2019 speed you know, and they're always making improvements and keeping up with the the times. There's not like a you know a Quick Trip in Tulsa that's OG from 1970 that's just shitty and terrible bathrooms and you know. Uh, 1500 square feet like uh, you know what I mean so I and I think that that's because Quick Trip is is still privately owned in that regard and they don't franchise out their locations yeah yeah that's probably true I, racetrack I don't, th- I don't I think I don't know my experience with the racetrack is that they're operated almost identically to Quick Trip and I think they do have uh, like sanctioned upgrades that they have to roll out but 
they do seem to be a little slower in the uh, up uptake of those those new looks. Yeah. Now, what gets me is that there is the racetrack franchise, but then there's also the racist. Uh, there's well, a gas station down the street called Racist. Racist. Uh, well, down here in Texas, you have the <clears throat> Country Corner Store, and Country is spelled K-U-N-T-R-Y. Mm. Yeah. And that's a franchise. So... That's... Yeah, that, that's really fucking cool, man. Okay. Gosh. Uh-huh. I of that. Uh, it's fucking horrible. <laughs> anyway, uh, there, there's a lot of other like race quicks and quick yeah. stops that look almost identical to racetrack and color like function. And, and then when you go inside, you're like, oh, no, this is fucking uh, terrible. Oh. So it's like a coral snake, and then that one that imitates it and just mm-hmm. kind of makes you think. I, see, what I want to do is I want to open oh. up uh, a giant gas station. Shit like, tons, uh, of, shit, shit, tons of shit tons of pumps, and we're gonna call it uh, Otteries or some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> I just completely fucking shit on my business idea. <laughs> Ruined that for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I did stop there too at Madisonville, and oh, I was gonna go in to take a leak, and 45 minutes later, I got back on the road. Yeah, you come out with like fucking number one foam fingers and a goddamn. <laughs> I bought a motherfucking child swimsuit for my daughter at a gas station, <laughs> and socks. And enough beef jerky to fucking last the Mongolians for like 30 years. Could have gone the Oregon Trail and back. For real. Um, and cheese cubes. And oh, I mean, the Bucky's Nuggies. A, mm. Dude, a barbecue sandwich. What I else had, did I get? Dude, let me tell you right now. I got some beer too. Um, <laughs> why not? I was hey. setting myself up for a nice. I will Evening say in the Texas shaped hot tub. I will say this: if you want, and this is little known fact. This is, this is getting in deep details here. The deets. If you want to find the cheapest beer in the state of Texas, go to Bucky's. Nice. <laughs> they will sell you beer at cost plus like a penny. Well, I guess in volume they're probably they'll make up, up they, for it. They do not give a shit because their basket ring is supported by people coming in and buying goddamn kid swimsuits and socks and being right. basket ring. Mm-hmm. What I, I'm basket. Not familiar. I so in retail, in retail, uh, basically it's average ring per transaction is what they look for. How much basket money is, okay. how much money is each transaction worth? Yeah. And in like convenience stores, it's obviously way less because you have somebody coming in buying a pack of gum, but in places like Bucky's, that pack of gum is offset by somebody coming in and buying a five hundred dollar fucking smoker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I oftentimes wonder, like, how do they get this shit home in their you know two thousand one Miata? Like, <laughs> no, because you have people like my father in law who've legitimately been looking at Bucky smokers for the last three years, and he's like, I think I'm gonna go buy one. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Today's the day. <laughs> like, and now that there's one here in in Denton, he's like, it's, it's like a twenty minute drive. I think I can just go over there and pick it up on a Saturday. Yeah, there is that one. I was that like, legit too, man. It looks like a spaceship with all the LED lights on it. Dude, once they get that, like, there's gonna be there's do they're doing a lot of construction on the highway right there, 
for Bucky's. Like it, it boggles my mind that they're doing all this construction to help facilitate a fucking gas station. Uh, but once they fix it, it's going to be great. It's going to make my commute home actually a little bit better. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Is that where they're like making a whole other road that's elevated? Yeah. They, yeah. Well, they have to they have to lift the highway so they can do an under like an overpass right yeah. there, so people can just drive from Bucky's to Target. Is basically Dude, what's down that road. <laughs> I saw like three different fucking Keanu Reeves Sandra Bullock bridges. I always love those. Oh, dude. Yeah, well, that's how you know you're in Dallas. So like, hey, there seems to be a big waste of concrete here. Yeah, hey, there's a 100-yard uh, gap in that bridge over there for some reason. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what we like to call the uh, <laughs> the traffic buster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, um, so please tell me Bucky's has, like, shipping available. I don't know. I hope not. I hope it's the most impractical, practical place to stop. Like no, I, I wouldn't put it past them if they had a FedEx Kinkos on the backside of that thing. Like, <laughs> oh, won't fit in your car? No. Not a problem. Let us, let us ship it for you. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I got an Icy, too, man. That was good. I haven't had one of those in years. Oh, dude, I have an Icy. I mean, I, mean, I stop at Quick Trip, like, at least once, maybe twice a week to get gas and... Because you know, fucking, I drive goddamn ninety four miles a uh, eat like a day, so <laughs> absurd. Yeah, it's gotten longer, and it's only because I refuse to pay tolls, and I'm really taking a staunch hold on that now. So, yeah, I drive ninety plus miles a day. So, does the savings in tolls uh, get surpassed by the additional uh, expenses in gasoline? Nah, gas isn't that expensive now. Actually, what's amazing is that I, in the mornings, so I'm supposed to be at work at 8, and then I've taken the fucking L on a lot of that shit. I'm just like, listen, I'm not going to fucking be there until 8.30. Just yeah. just know this about me. Uh, this week, I've <laughs> last week I tried, a, I tried a method of like, okay, leave by 6.50 every day. And see what time you get to work. Last week, I got to work at like, uh, on average, between 8.30 and 8.50. Wow. And this week, I said to myself, fuck you. I'm not leaving the house until after 7.30. And do you know when I showed up to work earlier? <laughs> That's Well, I mean, that makes sense, I guess. I did not spend more than an hour in the car on the way to work one day this week. Yeah, and you got a 30 minutes extra Z's. Yeah, it was fucking amazing. <laughs> I was like, this is the dumbest shit I've ever experienced in my life. Like, I'm not fucking doing this. And also, this is the last week of work at my current in my current role. So I wasn't doing shit this week anyway. <laughs> like, yeah, you were lame duck session. Yeah, I was like, well, here's how to do my job. Anybody want to know? No, you haven't hired anybody? Cool. Well... Did you pardon anybody? <laughs> yeah, I, just, <laughs> I freed a bunch of uh, beer out of uh, <laughs> out of the refrigerator, and I was like, oh, I'll "Make sure this finds a good home." Hey, and uh, Johnny, that one time that I caught you masturbating in the uh, bathroom, uh, <laughs> and I've held that over your head for the last three years, I'm gonna let that go, buddy. I, ta- I take out my Pope wand with You're the pardoned. holy water in it, and I shake it at him. I'm like, "You're yeah. forgiven, sir." Son, you just douse him with water. Like, where'd you get that? Urinal water. You're forgiven. Mm. You're forgiven. <laughs> so, your new position, are they going... 
is your start time going to change or yeah, is the really, casual 830 still going to be cool? <laughs> I've really worked out the logistics of that. So I'm going to try to get there before eight. <laughs> hey, you got to start off good at least, right? Yeah, Slowly, give, it a, give it a shot. Incrementally. Yeah. I mean, it's taking yeah, me. No, it's, it's 805. He usually gets here about 806. <laughs> it's, it's taking me. It's 807. <laughs> he usually gets here about 808. <laughs> It's taken me four years to bump that to eight thirty. So yeah, that's I guess like the fucking uh, cable companies, you know. Eh, put another thirty cents on his on this motherfucker's bill. See if he pays it. <laughs> eh, oh, he paid thirty last month. <laughs> Sixty five cents this month. Let's just get out of control and just hit fifty bucks on his bill and see what he fucking paid it. He uh, paid it. We just told him it was out of contract. Oh my god. <laughs> Okay, all right. Next month, we'll just, you know, we'll go back to 45 because 50 is insane. Dude, so on that incrementally, like, I I don't show up to work before 9. Um, generally speaking, this morning I we had a meeting and I was there at 7.30. So, you know, kind of makes up. But uh, I'm just not a morning person. It just, you know, to be quite frank, even if I was there, really wouldn't be that productive or reproductive for that first hour. Yeah. Um, much better when I'm when I'm getting there a little bit later. I'm actually firing on all cylinders <laughs> and and just churning and burning, you know, versus just sitting there and doing the fucking office space where you know he's like, I usually stare at my keyboard for a minimum of thirty minutes every morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, what dude? What kills me? And this sounds bad, especially for a person who works in an open office, but I can't stand the fact that the first 30 minutes of every day is like, what'd you watch? Oh, did you see that last night? Oh my God. Whether it's a fucking game or a show, I don't fucking care. Game of Thrones. Yeah. No, well, even that, I'm just like, I have my own theories. You shut your fucking mouth. Like, (laughs) like, that's me. That's my personality. I don't want cooler talk. Yeah, I don't. I fucking can't stand it. The worst is like sports talk because I'm like, none of us are fucking professional athletes. So everybody shut the fuck up, shut your fucking mouth. Like there's, there's no reason that you should have a hot take on uh, why so-and-so got picked where in the draft you work next to me, asshole. Like (laughs) shut up. Yeah. Fucking can't stand it. Like it's, uh, I mean, it's ever present anywhere you go. I know. And what oh, I've found is if I miss the first 30 minutes of the day, I don't have to fake that I'm interested or that I care or that I don't want to strangle people who have discussions about The Bachelor for 40 minutes. Yeah. I don't, just tell your boss that. <laughs> tell, my new, tell my new boss that. <laughs> so the reason uh, I showed up 45 minutes late it's is to, protect to y'all. avoid... <laughs> It's Talking so about the NFL draft. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it, what kills me is I know that I annoy the shit. I equally annoy the shit out of everybody else by the amount that I talk about beer. And, you know, well, it's it's weird that I have to feel that way, but not people don't talk about beer the way I do. <laughs> yeah. You are very passionate. Well, and I also like, uh, yeah, it's, fuck, it's fucked up in general, but. Like, yeah, I know how to make beer. I know how to make beer better. And, um, like, I, 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 no one, no one fucking listens. <laughs> no, no one, no one goddamn listens. It's pain. It's painful. 
Anyway, all that aside, Parker, I know, I know that you have at least one gear that has been ground this week, or recently well, at least. Yeah, recently. Um, okay, and this goes back to last week. Um, hotels that don't have bedside outlets. Come on. Yeah, did you uh, stay at uh, Best Western circa 1845? <laughs> no, the crazy thing is is that one of them was a Holiday Inn Express. Oh, how am I supposed to wake up and do heart surgery after staying in a Holiday Inn Express if my phone's not charged? What the fuck is happening? <laughs> and if my phone's not four feet from me, or three, <laughs> four <laughs> inches rather. Yeah. Yeah, and this is totally a 2019 first world problem. But I mean, but is it like if you have Wi-Fi in your fucking hotel, which uh, hopefully if you're staying in a hotel in 2019 you have Wi-Fi available, then you would also have amenities available to you know I don't know fucking charge your goddamn world next to you. Yeah, you would think it was strange. I was not able to stay at my usual. Holiday Inn, um, for whatever reason, on a random Tuesday night, they were sold out. And I'm like, how is that even possible that any motherfucking hotel in the Dallas Metroplex could ever be sold out? Because there's probably 10,000 hotels and motels. Yeah. And just, I would seem to think that um, never would you find a time where Mary and Joseph were turned down at the end because they were not <laughs> vacancies that night. Like, wh- so I was like, okay, whatever. What are you guys like having a furry convention in your in your you, main ballroom? You joke, but you know the furries come to Dallas every year. <sighs> well, that must have been it. <laughs> but anyhow, so yeah, we won't be staying at this place again. But just come on, like, and, well, here's another thing too. If you're using it. As your alarm clock, which who actually sets the alarm clocks? Yeah, I don't. I on have, their nightstand, I have an alarm clock on my nightstand, and I don't set it. Yeah, I, no, I I did away with that years ago. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm I'm relying on my cell phone to wake me up. Um, if it's fourteen feet across the room. And I sleep like a freaking dude in a coma anyway. <laughs> Probably not good for business. Um, so yeah, That's a tough one. Oh, you mean you don't call the front desk and ask for a fucking wake-up call? Well, some, funny enough, I, I still do that quite frequently, actually. Yeah, I have to do that uh, after my <laughs> yeah. experience in fucking Michigan uh, where I missed yeah, a bus. Yeah, flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> but in... Uh, you know, it sounds to me that even a front desk wake-up call call to your hotel phone would not have helped that situation. Well, no, I was, yeah. That, everybody wanted to blame the booze, and I blamed the fact that that was the first night I slept without a child in my yeah. near presence where I was completely uh, responsibility-free. And that was honestly the first night that I slept eight hours that is a real thing in like two years. So when I go out of town for business, like, okay, I miss my family. 
But holy shit, is it nice to sleep in the middle of a big king fluffy bed and have <laughs> multiple pillows that are not s- taken by my wife and I have to slowly shimmy out from underneath her head at yeah. 1 a.m. <laughs> uh, I don't have any baby monitor or kids crying or coming into the room. Like, yep. it's pretty relaxing. So, um, you know, fortunately, I, I only spent about Oh, 12, 15 days, 15 nights a year um, away. But those 15 nights are pretty glorious. I'm not going to lie. Um, of course, I guess, again, disclaimer, I do miss them. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it does suck when you're at the end of the day and you come back and you're like, I fucking, this would be where I'm hanging out and playing with the kids. Now, it, that, yeah. that's nice. But it's that fucking... You know, ten thirty when you lay down to go to bed, and you're like, I can sleep wherever the fuck I want right now, mm-hmm. <laughs> however the fuck I want. Yeah, it's... you could pull out that shitty um, pull out sofa bed. Yeah, and probably still get a great night's sleep. Oh shit! Yeah, that's like a <laughs> handicap. Like <laughs> that's how you. That's how you. That's how you sleep. That's how you sleep to get the same night's rest as the single guy. <laughs> Yeah, you're like, dude. If I, I if too I used to this, yeah. If I slept in the fucking in the bed for a full eight hours, I'd be the CEO of this fucking company right now. Okay, so <laughs> I'm just trying to keep your job. You know what I mean? Like, ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so, um, what's the shittiest hotel that? You, or, well, well, dude, I. It's probably gonna let me change the first letter. Uh, <laughs> what's the shittiest motel, motel? you've ever stayed in? Uh, there's been okay, so. I don't know if I've talked about this on this podcast, but so uh, when I was growing up, my, my parents wanted to, they, they took all three of us kids, my brother, my sister, and myself, there's a pretty big age gap. So it's kind of impressive. They took all of their kids to all of the lower 48 States, Mexico and Canada. Really? Without flying. Cause my dad doesn't like flying because I mean, Fucking, he makes comments about jumping out of perfectly good airplanes in Vietnam, yada, yada, yada. I'm not fucking getting back on an airplane over my dead body. I'll fly in a fucking plane. You know, stuff like that. Probably not flying. So we traveled all across the country that way uh, by driving. And via RV or 1986 station wagon? uh, Station wagon for my brother and sister. Luckily, I only got to experience an Aerostar van. Okay. And a uh, Chevy Astro van and a Chevy Venture van. Those are Damn. my three modes of transportation. For sure, out of one of those, you had the wood paneling. No, 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 no. My dad was very classy with his van choice, and my mom had the other two van choices, and shouldn't play that game. Now, the huh. station, the uh, Citation station wagon that my uh, brother and sister went to a lot of the states with. Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure there was fucking wood somewhere, everywhere on that fucking car. Maybe even the frame too. I don't know. And actual sheets of wood. <laughs> yeah. like, they went Not to Home Depot. They went to Home Depot and upgraded the fucking doors. <laughs> like, yeah. No. Is that, uh, uh, is that half inch or three quarter inch? Plywood is that, is that AA? Is that AA? No, 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 no. This is a fucking Ford. We got to get BA. Oh, okay, I'll get BA. That's fine. Backside doesn't need to be as nice. No. Um. So Parker, we have stayed in some places. So I remember. Um, we went to Tennessee for a baseball tournament when I was little and the entire baseball team was staying at a, at a motel that everyone could afford. Mm -hmm. And that happened to be 
Um, this place you might have heard called Motel 6. Uh, yeah, it was right before Tom Bodette would leave lights on for you. And we <laughs> stayed there. <laughs> and, and oh, buddy. <laughs> I would have never remembered that dude's name. Yeah, Tom Bodette. No, leave the light on for you. We'll leave the light on for you. And I remember my mom, when we, when we found out that we were booking Motel 6s for the baseball team to stay in, my mom goes, I hope to God they leave that light on because I don't want to see the cockroaches run away when I turn the light on. I want them yeah. to be gone. That's why they leave the light on for you, she would say, if she would fucking like. Well, it's more like, we'll leave the light on for you because when we turn the lights off, the crime increases drastically. Yeah. This at least kind of curbs it. When we turn the lights off, the dead hookers just appear on the bed. I don't know what the fuck goes on. <laughs> no. we'll leave the light on for you. What the fuck? Yeah, like... Like, you know, going over to stay at old old Tom's. Tom's going to leave the light on for us. It's going to make us feel comfy. No, it was <laughs> terrible. Yeah, yeah. The Motel 6 in Chattanooga, Tennessee, not the best, okay? But it was far better than the worst place I've ever stayed, which was, I think, somewhere in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I'm saying I think because here's how here's how the story went. So my dad had this habit of driving through the night. That was his big deal. He's like, fuck it, we're going to drive through the night. And that's how we would, you know, cover large swaths of land, especially in the western states, quickly. We would just drive overnight. Sure. And, you know, the 18-hour trip doesn't seem so long when you take, you know, 12 of it while the sun's down. And while you, the kid, are sleeping and oh, yeah. time lapse and you wake up and you're not smart enough to realize that your dad has just driven like 900 miles. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, wait, hold on. They make over-the-road truck drivers take logs. Dad, how many, uh, what's going on here? No, they don't. Yeah, yeah you don't do that. What, kind of, what are those? What were those things that the guess, uh, the bumblebees? Or, yeah, the zingers uh, that you took. Zinger, the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. No, my dad didn't have to worry about it. He, he uh, I remember the last road trip we went on, he, uh, my mom. No, let me let me cover this real quick. Okay, okay I'll yeah, cover that. So, I keep fucking you. No, it's okay. The uh, the the trip we were coming back from California, and we're driving through. We stopped in like Salt Lake City, Utah, and I remember that was like, oh, it's cool. It's snowing in July. Like that's neat. And then uh, my dad was like, all right, let's get the fuck out of Utah. <laughs> so yeah. we start driving. We get through Colorado. You see start... a bunch of sixteen passenger family vans. No, better, dude. We get into Colorado. <laughs> And my dad's like, hey, my dad was supposed to drive all the way through Colorado through the night, and then we were supposed to stay in Kansas or some shit like that uh, the next day. And because you know, my my parent, my mom would fucking call and like book these rooms and shit using like like over the phone, like yeah, we'll be there in July. Yeah, we're oh, gonna be there. like this is February that we're booking fucking rooms and shit. So my mom's like, well, we gotta we we. Our itinerary says we got to be in so-and-so Kansas by this time. This, you know, we got check-ins here. My dad's like, all right, I'll drive through the night. We get into Colorado. My dad's like, I fucking can't do it. And he, he realized at like 4 o'clock in the afternoon, like, I'm not going to make this shit. It's just not going to happen. So, and my mom's like, well, I can't drive because they had taken shifts. And, you know, my dad's also a Vietnam veteran. So, you know, he gets sore and shit. And, like, my sciatica's acting up. I can't feel my face. I don't know. So like, it's probably best if dad takes a break. We all just take a, take a siesta. So we get into Colorado. First place we stop, there's a fucking softball tournament, like a nationwide softball tournament happening in this town. And they're like, yeah, we're booked for the next week. And like, good luck finding a place within 100 miles. 
my dad was like, fucking challenge accepted. <laughs> let's, let's keep on keeping on. So we keep driving every place for literally 100 miles. Softball tournament, softball tournament, softball tournament. We get further into Colorado. It's getting later. We pull into this place, and this fucking parking lot's packed at like a Best Western. And uh, we go to check it out. And I shit you not, the Pope is in town. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, so the Pope came to some place in fucking Colorado, and literally for every hotel along a ma- this major interstate through Colorado, east-west interstate, whatever the fuck it is. I-70. Fucking Pope booked up the whole western side of the state, or eastern side of the state. What? Yeah. Why? Uh, the Pope, man. I don't fucking know. Pope doesn't come Pope's to America very often. I get, yeah, no. Uh, so every hotel we stopped at was either Pope or softball convention or softball tournament. We finally get to this, like, I, I can't express to you how shitty, shady. Do you remember the hotel? Do you ever, did you ever see the movie Me, Myself, and Irene? Yes. Do you remember the hotel that they stopped at where he yes. fucking, he was like pissing everywhere. He was like, what the fuck happened? Anyway, that hotel room, way nicer than this hotel that we stopped in. <laughs> like now, they, You're saying the wrong word. Uh, I'm guessing that the bumper of your dad's vehicle was about seven feet away from your bed. It, <laughs> closer than that. because a motel, bro. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, motel. I was going to say, and it was closer than that because my dad looked at the clientele coming in and out of this place. He's like, eh, somebody's going to steal the fucking car. <laughs> so he pulled it closer, like up onto the sidewalk next to the window. <laughs> and I remember we walked in and my mom goes, don't touch anything. <laughs> I go, what? She goes, don't touch a thing. I was like, okay. Cool, whatever. Just like, kind of. I'm gonna like. I pulled out my Hot Wheels. Is gonna play in the carpet because one thing is, little kid, man. Hot Wheels rolled way better on fucking hotel carpet than they did on any of that fucking short shag that we had in any of our houses. I was like, fucking Hot Wheels in a hotel room. This is the shit. I remember I rolled my fucking four twenty seven Cobra Hot Wheel across the carpet, and it left lines in the carpet. And I was like, ah, that's weird. And I felt, and I was like, well, there's no ridges. It's like, oh, that's just dirt on the carpet that is coming up. I'm like, fucking Hot Wheels. I was like, oh. My mom was like, don't take your shoes off. <laughs> I was like, okay. It was so nasty. They they had uh, uh, window units, like window air conditioning units, which, fine, mm-hmm. whatever. It's Colorado. I'm sure you know, they don't need them the majority of the time. Well, they needed them in July, and um, the window unit didn't work. And they were just like, I remember my mom called the front desk and the front desk was like, yeah, just open your window. (laughs) Mom was like, no, we're not doing that. She's like, well, you can crack the door. Maybe that'll help. (laughs) (laughs) My mom was like, yeah, we're not doing that either. My dad was just like, he just goes, I'm sorry. (laughs) God sucks. They had HBO. They had HBO. So, well, I love the ones that still, that still advertise free cable. Yeah. Or and and HBO, yeah, that's the Um, can you see my screen? Yes, yes I can. Sorry. Okay. My uh terrible hotel experience also happens to uh be from the state of Colorado. And I want you to see this this 
This picture right here, this is the first interstate inn in Silverthorne, Colorado. This picture is a lie. <laughs> this is a sham. This may be like the the showroom room that they don't let anybody in so they can maintain it for their annual picture. Okay. This is this is not. But you can get an idea of the width. Um these were actually like modular units. What? Some like... of them, yeah. And uh it was like trailer homes essentially. Um, let me back up here. Okay. The, our only source of heat was the bathroom, uh, heater on the, on the ceiling, you know, the, Oh, oh the, the fucking, the vent. <laughs> yeah. The glorified vent. Holy shit. Okay. So I'm, I don't know if you're Did trying you to share it up too. I pulled it up and okay. it's. First off, TripAdvisor gives it a, a, a rough one and a half star. <laughs> Dude. Holy shit. We went and said, uh, yeah, our heater's not working. And he said, yeah, it's broken. Turn the one on in the bathroom. Okay, the bathroom fucking heater is not intended to heat the whole room. <laughs> Whenever it's December and it's nine degrees outside. At least they didn't come over with like a fucking hot plate and they were like, just boil some water on this. That'll warm some stuff up. My poor brother, um, who is like six, three had to sleep <laughs> on the pullout sofa. Um, when I tell you that there were actually like the metal rods poking through the inch thick mattress, I'm not lying. Um, in the carpet again, same thing, disturbing, um, and actually, um, our our dear friend um, Mark was present. Oh no, not Mark! And uh, he was the one who booked the room, and I'm pretty <laughs> sure it was like twenty nine dollars a night or thirty five or something. I mean, it was sub fifty for sure, <laughs> and. He woke up and the uh, sheet, because me and him shared the one bed, the uh, sheet had pulled back from the corner, which is a, oh, a grinds my gear as a mine, actually. Not a good sign. And his face was laying in what appeared to be a blood stain. Oh, God, no. On the mattress. And I actually took a picture of it. And it, I mean, I would, I would pay $500 to have that picture again. <laughs> I took a picture of it the next morning as he was still passed out with his face was just on this barren, shady mattress, and it was just so beautiful. Um, I woke him up, and he, like, had a panic attack. I think someone in tw in 2013 stayed at the wrong hotel and left the review for this place. Um, the yeah, highest or it was the a, front desk person. The four stars. They said reasonable price. Uh, cleaned and updated. Mm -hmm. uh, highway noise, not bad. Fridge and microwave. Wi-Fi works fine. Now, that's weird because um, the latest review left two days ago says this place is a health hazard and should be closed down. <laughs> 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 this, this motel is so horrible that it needs to be closed. The electrical hazards are a main concern. There are no GFI outlets in the bathroom. Yeah, like, in the bathroom. The room I stated had only one working lamp. <laughs> The bugs are so bad that there are more ants and spiders than outside. 
I killed hobo spiders and black widow spiders hiding in the towels. Oh my god. Oh Dude, my god. <laughs> I this place we had people like knocking on our door at all hours of the night. This was a you you could also rent this by the hour. Perfect. Clearly prostitutes <laughs> that had gotten the wrong room. Soliciting? Oh, they just didn't so, know how to oh. read numbers. <laughs> well, yeah, they were uh, Latinas. Uh, uh, numbers and, universal. Uh, Those, uh, <laughs> and I was even in college, and I was like, oh, no, no, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, 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 no. Now <laughs> uh, yeah, you put me in that hotel. and uh, That's that's. Uh, this sounds horrendous, dude. Yeah. Uh, it is... Um, it, I agree with the health hazard. Wow. I honestly... I would have rather slept in the car. Oh, no, oh that, funny, you, funny you bring that up. So, uh, let's see. TripAdvisor reviews, I think. It's from this year. Yeah. Ju- well, I'm sorry. Last year, June 2nd, 2017. The title of the review is You're Better Off Sleeping in Your Car. <laughs> Imagine anything and everything that would make you want to stay in a room and you'll find it. Or, oh, sorry. Make you not want to stay in a room and you'll find it here. I had no other choice but to stay here. I'm, I'm not a hotel snob. I choose to stay in locally owned independent establishments whenever possible. First off, fuck you. Um, I'm already. Uh, let's see. I hope you get stabbed. <laughs> it's, it smelled of mildew. And had that rodent smell. The carpet was stiff and tacky. Oh. Uh, oh, God. So our visit started by checking in, as usual. We arrived at the assigned room to find out it was already occupied. <laughs> so we went to the office to change rooms. After waiting nearly an hour, they finally had a room cleaned to their standards. That consisted of trash under the bed, film and smears on the mirror, urine stains on the base of the toilets and the baseboard behind. The fridge and the room were both uncomfortably hot. There was no cover on the thermostat. It didn't work anyway, so clearly <laughs> that hasn't changed since a decade ago whenever I was there. <laughs> um, yeah, this place, it was... Wow. It was something else, yeah. I still... So in my uh, box of snowboarding gear, uh, my my Rubbermaid tub, I, I still keep that... I've still got the uh, invoice, you know. Yeah. As um, kind of a, a keepsake of sorts. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, first interstate in in Silverthorne, Colorado. Don't. Uh, yeah, don't don't stay there, please. You know what? Yelp has four stars. I don't know. Maybe it's a different interstate. First interstate in. This place relies on tenants who owe money to clean. <laughs> <laughs> this place doesn't. A bad manager. <laughs> if you stay more than a couple of days, you're on your own for laundry, as for towels, sheets, etc. You're requested to wash them yourselves on their two washers. Holy Christ! I'm amazed that they that, that Yelp has more positive reviews. Well, Wendy F from the Strip in Las Vegas gave it four stars in 2013. Okay, I think she's. Fucking mentally handicapped. I don't understand. Wow. I I don't want to shell out a hundred and five dollars for the Ramada down the street. What the fuck? This was a, yeah. This was a disturbing 
time. Like I kind of have flashbacks. That's why pretty much I will not stay at a place if it's less than $90 a night. <laughs> You're just like, no, no, no. I, I want to give you more, so yeah. please live up to that. Oh, God. Holy shit. I think at the time they uh, they claimed that they had a hot tub. And uh, we, yeah, this hot tub was full of snow. God, that sounds awful. Yeah. Anyhow, so I'm gonna share my screen with you real quick, and I want you, I want to show you I want to show you this. <laughs> so we're talking about hotels. Uh, okay. I had I walked by a coworker's office, and they were talking about how they had to go to a part of Dallas, and they were like, "It's fucking atrocious." I was like, well, "How how bad could it possibly be?" And they were like, "No, no, no. This hotel." is located right down the street. And I was like, oh, fuck, this seems real shady. So it's called the Romantic Inn and Suites, okay? Calls itself a three-star hotel, all right? Here are the rooms. Hmm. Now, what you're looking at is a uh, uh, an LED-lit room. <laughs> wow. With a literal mirror on, the ceiling. mirror on the ceilings, mirrors on the headboard. Um. Uh, no carpet anywhere to be found on here because it's going to be torn semen out. Stains. Yep. There's a hot tub about, what does that look like, three, four feet from the bed? <laughs> there's a bathtub there. Uh, so there's some other pictures in here. This is the front desk, which looks like you're either going to a nail spa or... Is that glass in front of the front desk? That's bulletproof or... glass. That is bulletproof yeah. glass right there in front of the <laughs> front desk. Yep. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, there's another room, similar layout. You like how the so I wanted to point this out to you. <laughs> so this okay, the bed center point of the room because you know where all the magic happens. A giant opening on like probably a ten foot ceiling. Giant opening for the door into the bathroom. The bathroom sink. A little partition on the other side of the partition where you think you would find a toilet. No, 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 no. That's where the desk is located, so you can do your business. I'm going to type out some emails over here next to the fucking kitchen sink. <laughs> nothing nothing out of the ordinary. Also, I can't express to you how many LED lights are in the walls lighting this place, setting the mood. Oh. Yeah, and and these pictures yeah, apparently no doubt taken the, <laughs> the day before their, their opening. soft opening. Yeah, because this doesn't uh, have any semen on the headboard, and I'm assuming... That it's just sticky with it. It's thick with it. Oh, I like to think that none of these... So from what I heard oh, from the people who... Look at that. Oh, yeah, if you want to sleep like uh, uh, Jan and... Uh, oh, no, what's her name? Mike and Mike and Jan Brady or whatever the fuck. We're the mom and dad. Brady Bunch. You want to sleep like goddamn Brady Bunch is what I'm getting at. Oh. There's two I separate beds. About Michael and Jan. Scott. No, 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 no. That would have to be down at the foot of the bed. Yeah, he did sleep. Look at this <laughs> nonsense! Like these, so from the guys that were that have seen this hotel, they're like, no, no, no. There's their motel. Sorry. So they stayed there? No, 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 no. They just know that this place exists, and the reason they okay. know this place exists is because, first off, all right, hold on. That is a just a, a refrigerator in the corner of the room. <laughs> that is like a that's like where your fucking employees come and store their lunch for the day. <laughs> uh, if you want to store your sex toys cold, cold, yeah, you want that butt plug cold before you shove it up your ass, Billy. There you go. Uh, so they know it exists because on the outside, I'm trying to find. I guess they don't. 
and they've removed a lot of their out, outside pictures. They are, it is the sketchiest place. And it's, of course, it's a by the hour. Yeah, you can do, sure, you can do uh, $60 a night. Or you just do by the hour and, you know, fucking. I wonder if you can call for a late checkout and they'll prorate you for the next, like, if you stay 15 minutes 15 late. 15 minutes late. Yeah. Uh, anyway. The parking lot is usually filled with uh, vagrants and goddamn drug dealers. <laughs> wow. And the solicitation goes on. Oh, this look is, at that. This look is the parking lot. One. Yeah. Or are you talking about the... Yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, I was talking about that one. Okay. The, yeah, the outdoor scene. It clearly <laughs> used to be like a Motel 6 that was bought and yeah renovated, yeah. if you want to call it that. Yeah, renovated. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, some former porn star came in and and uh, really did a Gordon Ramsay on the whole deal. They're like, here's what you need to do: plastic everywhere. You need to do plastic sheets everywhere. Hourly rate hotel makeover. Look at that romantic inn and suites. They have an outdoor like that is wow. That is a walk up reception wow. area. Like a concession stand. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is. Uh, it, gross. That's the only way, the best way I can describe it. Gross. Here's you what find it, yourself at a place you like go. that. You you really got to rethink some some life decisions. Oh, for sure. Yeah, this is what it looks like at night, so you can't miss it. Oh wow. Yeah, they went to the LED palace and uh, just fucking turned them all on. That reminds me of like uh, Dumb and Dumber when they stay in the. The heart-shaped hot tub. Yeah, that's essentially, it's one heart-shaped hot tub away from being that. Oh, that one's got a mini fridge. They got shorted. The other people got a fucking full-on fridge. That's a fridge and a microwave, sir. Oh. Yeah, so check yourself. In case you want to store your sex toys hot. Hot, yeah. yeah. Get that butt plug hot before you shove it up my ass. (laughs) Hmm. I'm disturbed by how many cars are parked in the parking lot. I don't wow. feel like this dude's ready. He knows what the fuck's up. He backed into the parking spot. He's like, I'm going to have to get the hell out of here quick. Again, though, I think this is, those are probably all contractors' cars while they were like renovating, renovating. it. Yeah. yeah. There's not a whole lot of I don't, action shots, is not the right word, but uh, <laughs> real life shots. Oh, this one looks good. Someone decided to, <laughs> first off. <laughs> What is on the ceiling? Those are heart-shaped balloons that they tied to the faucet of the oh, of gosh. the of the bedroom's corner hot tub. Do they make the uh, the towel like shapes on your bed in the shape of like a big Johnson or something? No, I don't think so. I think they just throw your towels on the floor and they're like, "Oh, just keep them there. Maybe they'll mop up after themselves." What, like it kills me. That, ooh, look at this really well-framed shot. Look at that. That's great. That's. And we should pay for Frank to go stay there for the oh night. Oh my god! We tell him like, yeah, hey, we got we used our we cashed in some points. Uh, yeah, <laughs> cashed in some points for you and Mrs. Some Frank. Some of our IHG rewards members points. Yeah, <laughs> to go uh, for you and Mrs. Frank to have a real, real special night. Oh, you know who would actually do it though is Troy. Oh, Troy! Uh, would... Rose petals in the hot tub. How about roaches in the shower? Uh, that's gross. Just, uh, God damn it. Oh, uh-oh, here we go. What the fuck is this? What is this? Why did they take a picture of that? Oh, uh, that also disturbs me is the, the coffee maker 
in the hotels. Something looks to have been on fire in this place. <laughs> have you ever made a coffee in your hotel room ever? Oh yeah, all the time. It sounds gross, but I do do that all the time. You really do. Yeah, and those single cup coffee makers. Uh, like we stay at uh, Marriotts a lot. I know okay. it's fucking counterintuitive, but I'll like have a like like a fucking eleven a.m. cup as I'm heading out for the day or whatever. It's not bad. I mean, it's whatever. I also don't use the fucking water from the goddamn faucet to run through there. Well, and they're, okay. they're, they're also there. Yeah, and they're also those like single. Uh, what you do versus the like single packet filter, like pre-made filters. Yeah. Okay. I guess my issue lies with, Oh, okay. I don't drink coffee very much, so that's probably why I don't use them. It's it's a good start. However, I've oftentimes seen them on the bathroom counter. That, well, uh, most of, how many of those bathroom counters are outside the, Outside the shit shit box. Doesn't matter. Okay. Okay. The same reason that I don't eat food at a strip club. Oh, you mean the special room at the Romantic Inn with the stripper pole in the corner that I'm showing you? Check out that bad boy. That is a stripper pole in the corner of a hotel room with two mirrors on either in the corner. You are welcome. Wow. That's a real Dallas thing. Finest right there. Romantic Inn and Suites. Look it up, ladies and gents. <laughs> <laughs> it's atrocious. Oh, my God. There's another angle. <laughs> uh, wow. And you wonder why the the show Cheaters was uh, filmed in Dallas. I did not know that, I guess. Oh, dude. That's my favorite part of watching old episodes of Cheaters because, you know, the new guy died. So fucking probably no more episodes of Cheaters anytime soon. Dude, uh, I forgot about that show altogether, actually. Best show on late night TV, honestly. <laughs> it was basically a fucking infomercial for places in Dallas for me not to hang out. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, no, I liked watching old episodes of Cheaters and be like, oh, yeah, shit. That place is so-and-so bar now. Well, that's cool. Oh, I'm really glad they, uh, they get a little shout out here. I don't know how you can recognize any one place in the town of Dallas. Like, eh, you got to go there often enough. You'll stay at everything. Knows, but it's yeah. still so large. Like, eh, there's you, only so many places you can go fucking hang out. And yeah, but you could never drive every single road that there is to have in Dallas and like know it and be familiar with it. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you could be familiar enough with it, and especially. I don't know my my gig where I've got to go out and see a bunch of fucking neighborhoods, basically all the goddamn time. You start noting like like piecing places together. Mm-hmm. Dallas Dallas isn't that big. You're, you know, whenever you get to the Romantic Inn and Suites, bust a left. Yeah, <laughs> watch it. Watch your step. You're gonna find needles on the ground. All right, there are going to be needles on the ground. <laughs> Waypoints. The waypoints uh, are marked by crime. Like, hey, the giant X in the road where Kennedy died? Okay, go right after that. Once you pass that, go to the right. And then, uh, yeah. It would be awesome if the uh, book depository was renovated by the Romantic Inn and Suites and it was oh, just all LED. Now lit. Called the Nook Suppository. 
By the way, every time someone says the books, the book repository, I go suppository. Like under my breath, like I silently correct them, and they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." I'm like dumbass, shoving books up your butt. Get out of here. <laughs> it's Dallas's claim to fame is like, "Oh yeah, well, this is a city that uh, JFK got his head blown off." Yeah. Hey. What you got? Maybe wear a Kevlar helmet next time, asshole. Come to our, come repping our hood, and then high five each other. Psh, psh, psh. Ted Cruz's dad shot Kennedy here. Psh, psh, psh. <laughs> high fives all around. Like, <laughs> lion Ted's dad <laughs> shot Kennedy. It, it annoys what me. Accusation. Annoys me it, that that it man beaded right off. Like there was <laughs> nobody that went with that. No, it was like, can it's he say that? And oh man, and who else was? Uh, I'm sure Marco Rubio's dad also faked the moon landing or something. Oh yeah, it was some salacious shit about Marco Rubio and Marco Rubio just hid for like a year. And everybody's like, I didn't. You know, reporters. The next time they saw Marco Rubio, they were like, I feel like there was something I was going to ask you. Can't quite remember it because apparently Ted Cruz's dad shot Kennedy, and I don't know. Overshadows. Yeah, I'm sure it was equally as ridiculous, but I, I can't remember it now. What do you got? What do you got for us today, Mark? What's happening? What do you, why, why'd you pull, why'd you call us in here? <laughs> it's such nonsense. Yeah, Dallas fucking sucks. Like, fuck them. Like I, it annoys me. Yeah, I can't. I really can't think of any one good thing about Dallas. Like nothing no, comes to mind. I, not nothing's nothing's popping to the front of my mind of like, oh no no, this is cool. Because um, no. you know, I will say, um, I don't. Okay, back to your uh, your lower forty eight travels as a child. Yeah, that's that's commendable with no GPS. Oh no, dude! I learned how to read a fucking road atlas early early okay. on and and i did too i did too okay however those work when you've got a co-pilot oh yeah to be your navigator could you imagine nowadays in <laughs> dallas traffic trying to find this address that you've never been to in a part of town that you've never been to while utilizing a fucking road atlas <laughs> and and say you even zoomed in on you know the city of Dallas, and and it was all quadranted out. So you yeah. had to go to the next page for the a, southeast uh, for the corner. A, yeah, a two, a, yeah. Okay, imagine trying to use that whilst driving in Dallas traffic. No way. Yeah, no, there, I mean, well, that's why you death, have to like deaths on the highway would be unreal. So I avoided death in my own car because my dad would have lost my shit if I didn't navigate him properly through Tempe traffic or some shit like we got what the fuck before we get to flagstaff you better have this shit figured out let me know what exit i'm looking for so like that's how we approached it it was always but that's the thing though i don't and correct me if i'm wrong but i don't think they listed exit by exit on no the... you you look for road road numbers because they had all road numbers on there and Every even now, like they can change the name of roads, but the numbers on roads stay the same. So, like right. State and Highway Forty Six or whatever the hell it is, and that's going to be an east to west. Even yes. numbers are east to west. Odds uh, numbers are north, north and south. south. Yep, 
And exit numbers are typically listed. They're just written in a different color, small on the road, on old road atlases. But I mean, this is this is all shit that also I I was the only one who could see that small in the car because <laughs> my parents yeah. were old and they were like, Brian, what's that number say? Uh, it says thirty seven. Nighttime when you're driving and all you've got is a fucking incandescent bulb for the uh, lighting. It's probably why I wear glasses now because probably uh, that squinting still really gets work. you in. <laughs> I remember, remember the distance calculators, dude. Oh yeah. yeah. City and then yep yeah you do the you you connect them yeah yeah Yeah, no dude I fucking did all that shit I remember when I was in college uh, I think it was after our sophomore year of college I packed up all my shit drove home and I didn't even unload the car I just parked the car and hopped in my dad's car Uh, like I put put all the stuff in my Grand Prix then uh, I hopped in my dad's (laughs) uh, 05 Malibu which is, if, if you don't know what an 05 Chevy Malibu is, it's like a four-door car, but it's pretty fucking small. Yeah. And uh, my brother, his boss, and I drove 18 hours to Las Vegas. Wow. So I drove, I packed up all my shit in college, from college, drove an hour and a half home, got in the car, and then drove 18, it turned into like 22 hours out to Vegas. And I remember the whole way out there, I was using a fucking Atlas <laughs> to navigate our way across New Mexico, across Arizona and up into Nevada, like across the Hoover dam. Cause my brother's boss hadn't been across the Hoover dam or some shit. And, uh, cause his parents didn't take him to all lower 48. Yeah. This is old hat for me. I had been like, you know, 10 years before <laughs> been there, done that. I was like, this is bullshit, man. You should see the, <laughs> you should see the, the Western rim when the fucking sun rises. Cause that's what my dad did. Like, that's the kind of shit that my parents did. That was, actually pretty cool like as a parent now i can appreciate what they did then but at the time i'm like why the fuck are we getting up at six o'clock in the morning this is some bullshit but it was and it wasn't even that my dad drove all through the night so we could get to the western rim of the grand canyon so we could park and face east Mm -hmm. as the sun rose over the grand canyon we get to see it or maybe it was on the park on the east side and we faced west while the sun rose behind us and we can see the the sun hit the grand canyon and like paint the walls with all these cool colors. It's fucking amazing. Now it's the original rim job. Yeah. It's fucking great. And like, as I'm talking about it, I'm like, dad, I'd love to do that for my daughter. And I'm like, nah, she would fucking hate it. And, uh, my wife would fucking hate it. <laughs> I want to be up that early. And I'm like, honestly, I might fucking hate it too. I'm not going to lie. Getting everybody up and around. But like, that's the type of shit that they did. Now, that's cool. I, I just couldn't like, well, a afford it. Um, well, yeah, I mean that was also when, the lower forty-eight would cost you more than forty-eight k. Yeah, I was gonna say that was when gas was like seventy something cents a gallon. Yeah, and, and your motels were under fifty for nice yeah, hotels. Four dollars yeah. weekly rate for one hundred nine <laughs> with a kitchenette. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, and and that was that was the other thing. My mom would pack lunches and shit for us for days on end. <laughs> and we just have them in the ice chest. My dad, I'm like, nice. ah, climb back there, give me a ham sandwich. I'm like, oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ! You go back there to the convenience store that my mom had across <laughs> four different ice chests. Uh, good stuff. <laughs> so yeah, my dad smoked like chain smokes, still. <laughs> so when we would we would be driving, my dad would just smoke in the car, <laughs> and he would do. Hey, but hey, he wasn't an asshole. He'd crack the window. Let me just tell you what I found out real. I, I learned about air air pressure 
yeah. by smoking in the car because <laughs> we'd be driving to the mountains doing fine because you know we start out the day nice and low then we start climbing through the mountains going through like wolf creek pass in colorado and then my dad would open the fucking windows to smoke and everyone in the car would just go oh my god <laughs> like the fucking change of pressure would hurt yeah. so bad so my dad oh yeah well window open it wasn't that bad because it was like a 96 astro van so it wasn't as airtight as yeah (laughs) it wasn't as airtight as cars are now Uh, you can offset that by uh popping open one of the camper uh windows on the astro van yeah Yeah. but don't do it around my parents because they were convinced that it would break the seal and the window would always leak oh yeah until one of my baseball teammates shit his pants and uh, we offered him a ride home one night after a tournament. And uh, my dad goes, Brian, why don't you climb back there and open up those camper vents? And uh, it's getting a little musty in here. I'm like, oh, you mean shit from Peyton's pants? Because Peyton shit himself. Everybody understands that, right? Peyton so, shit his pants. So you said, you know, he was a gentleman and it would at least crack the window. And I presume that he also somewhat kind of exhaled toward the direction of the cracked window. No, none of that. He no. just, he would let the cigarette like hang in between his uh, middle and forefinger, just like, you know, kind of at the window edge, you know, <laughs> resting up on the, the top part of the door. So uh, in Colorado, you, not only are you getting secondhand smoke, you're also playing freeze out. Oh, that was the other thing. Yeah. My dad would do that all the time though. So I was used to it. I just tried not to sit behind him. Uh, whenever I could avoid it, because not only are you getting secondhand smoke right in your fucking face, because that window is not sucking out all the smoke. No. Uh, but yeah, you get the cold air. Now the biggest issue was the last trip that we took. Uh, my dad was like, ah, "I'm not gonna." My mom complained to him enough. He's like, "I'm gonna try not to smoke on the on this trip in the car," because um, he didn't want to stop and take smoke breaks. Because we tried that one time on the way out to Colorado and to or to California. And almost, it took us like four days. It was fucking miserable. <laughs> it was the goddamn worst. We were stopping every 20 minutes. And he was like, this is what you want, right? And he would just yell at my mom. My mom would yell back at him. And the whole trip ended with him smoking in the car the whole time anyway. So it didn't matter. But they had a great relationship. Um, let's see. No, we, the last trip that we took, to we, we drove from Oklahoma through like up the northeast so we basically went through the Virginias, and through Maryland, through D.C., into Delaware, and then zigzagged our way up through New England till we got to Maine, then came back down through upstate New York, Buffalo, into Canada, out through Detroit, and then down through Ohio and Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, and on the way home. On that trip, my dad was like, I'm not smoking. I'm, uh, I'm just going to use this nicotine patch and nicotine gum. And Parker, uh, when I tell you that when we were in Brooklyn, New York, in the middle of the Puerto Rican Day Parade on one of, like, uh, or no, I guess it wasn't Brooklyn, it was uh, Queens, because we were on the Queens Parkway or some shit. It was like a big highway, yeah. and uh, the Puerto Rican Day Parade had let out, and there were people, like, riding on top of their car in the on, the, on a fucking highway, <laughs> like Puerto Rican flags hanging and flying and shit. My dad was had a nicotine patch on. He was chewing nicotine gum and smoking. And I was like, I don't think this is how it works. <laughs> and I've never seen the man function better in my life. He was on top of the world. He was on top of the world and on top of his game. He uh, was calling so out everything. It was good. Limitless was loosely based on your dad. I think so. He unlocked part of his brain that day. <laughs> 
no one had ever seen. He was using 75, 80% of his brain. Um, the part of his brain that wasn't working correctly was when he yelled at the homeless man who was sitting in the median of the highway. <laughs> like he was sitting on like the concrete divider of the highway. And he's uh, like, what, what, how did you, what do you do? You don't need to be out here. My mom's yelling at him. Tom, Tom, stop yelling at the homeless man. And he finally stops yelling at him. We're also at a dead stop. We're not going anywhere. Why are you engaging conversation with a homeless man right now? <laughs> <laughs> so he's talking to him. He's like, ah, he rolls his window up. He gets quiet for a second. He looks at us. He goes, he probably got out of the car while his family was on the road with him. <laughs> and they just left him here. <laughs> and I was like, yep, that's the smartest fucking thing. That's the only option that would have gotten him into the meeting. He goes, well, yeah. I mean, how the fuck else did he get out here? The cars have been stopped out here for at least two days. So I, he didn't just walk his way out. On, why would he walk out on the highway? I was like, yeah, Dad, this is what we need to be asking ourselves. Well, this uh, fucking line of cars <laughs> with people on top of them are also on the interstate with us. Cool. Let's worry about how this homeless guy got here. All right, Dad. Let's fucking turn on the Yankee game and fucking let's hear this today because this is going to be this is gonna be awful. Also, my dad loves AM radio. Do you know how many AM stations there are in America? I don't. There's about three because my dad listened to them from East Coast to West Coast. They're all the same fucking shit. Broadcast so far, yeah. <laughs> same same That's fucking thing. Frequency. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so speaking of stuff that is old school and pretty much antiquated now. Yeah. You don't see it very often is um, like magazine racks slash baskets full of magazines okay. in close proximity to the shitter. Uh, it's a lo- it seems to be a lost art. It is. Yeah. It is. Like well, that's what you did. Yeah. You, you read the paper or a magazine while you were doing your, your deed. Yeah, you caught up on your periodicals while you dropped the kids off at the pool. How weird is that? It's wild. You know who's got a strong shitter magazine game? Who's that? Frank. Frank has a strong shitter magazine game. Really? <laughs> it's wild. <laughs> One of the creature comforts that I enjoy about visiting Frank in Austin is uh, his guest bathroom shitter magazine game is on point. <laughs> it's some shit that I would never find myself reading, but when I'm reading it, I'm like, hmm. Hmm. All right. I see you there. It's pretty good stuff. I like this. It's like African yeah. Art Monthly. And I'm like, oh, no shit. Look at that. <laughs> the fuck yeah, in there for an hour. <laughs> yeah. Got my feet propped up because I don't want to lose feeling and my legs stand up like a fucking newborn fawn. You got that permanent <laughs> red ass ring for the next like three days. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> it happens. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. What prompted you to bring up the magazine Shitter Rack? I saw it recently, man. I saw it and I and it was like flashbacks. I, what, 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 why are there magazines in the? <laughs> oh yeah, that's what you did. It's like seeing a rotary phone or a telephone booth. You're just like, what right. the fuck is that? <laughs> I well, you know, and I mean, the disgusting thing is, is like you know, people, the cell phone usage in the bathrooms. Uh, you mm. know, they those that. Uh, know what they're talking about and do, you know, swabs and Petri dishes off of people's cell phones. Like 
99% of cell phones have fecal matter on them and whatnot from, you know, you guessed it, <laughs> using that as the modern magazine and the shitter. Yeah. I mean, but hey, at least it doesn't go straight up to your face. Oh, wait, hold on. Uh, damn, phone. Yeah, that'll happen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then your kids play with it. Great. Good Good job, guys. These guys it, are actually devolving. Set it down next to your dinner plate. Face down because, you know, you want to engage with the family at dinner time. Right. <laughs> it's like, hey, would you ever do that with a used piece of toilet paper? <laughs> it's like, what's that? Oh, that was from earlier today. You just set it down next to the nachos. <laughs> what What about a magazine? Like, Yeah. Damn it, Brian! I said no magazines at the dinner table, and you and you turn it face down. You're like, okay, baby. Yeah, you're, you're this good, is me and you. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you fold the newspaper that was just tucked under your arm as you left the bathroom. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, it's so nasty. And the plus side, though, I guess, and something that we are losing out on nowadays is that if ever there was a time that there was no toilet paper, you could, and I definitely remember doing this, use some magazine pages or newspaper pages to to clean up. Get the job done? Ah, so. That's tough. You got to fucking pre-wrinkle that shit before you go to town, or else you get paper cuts all over the place. Oh, yeah, you got to roll that shit up like some counterfeit money to be able to pass <laughs> that as an asswipe. you like a homeless guy trying to make a 20-pass like uh, Bubbles in the Wire. You know what I mean? Anyway, season one, check it out. <laughs> nice. You like that wire reference there at the yeah. end? That's good. I'm proud. I'm proud of it. I'm proud of it. Like a like a magazine rack next to the shitter. I'm proud of that. You got anything I, else for us tonight, Parker? Before we wrap up? <laughs> no, no. I am all out. I'm I am tie red. You're pooped, if you will. Yep. There you go. Figure we'd end it all punny like. Mm. Holy shit. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us tonight, uh, today, whenever the fuck it is you're listening. Uh, for Parker and I, 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 I had a blast tonight. I got a lot of stuff off my chest. Hopefully, you, uh, if you've ever ridden with me in the car, maybe you understand how I function and operate. <laughs> <laughs> or why, why I function he, and operate the way I do. Why he mimes that he's smoking cigarettes while on road trips. I don't know how to make a left turn without <laughs> flicking the ash off before I hit the turn signal. I don't know how it works. It's just a habit. Uh, so uh, be sure to check us out over on social media at Nobody Love Cast on Twitter and Instagram at NBLB Beer over on Twitter for the beer shit. And uh, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. Tell a friend about us. We'd appreciate it. Um, for Brian here in North Texas, until the next time we speak, I'm out. <laughs> Had fun tonight. Uh, thanks for listening, as always, for Parker in far, far north Buddha, Texas. I'm out.